and Highway 10 West in Wadena. Go check them out. This is the Morning Sports Desk on a Friday. And things have started to cool off a little bit over the last uh, few days in the sports world. Uh, wouldn't you think, Corey? Uh, yeah, what is, I mean, is what's happening? Hey, uh, well, the uh, state state baseball championships are today. Yep. Uh, outside of that, um, uh, mm, NBA Finals wrapped up. Yeah, there, there's a Stanley Cup, I guess, uh, between... Uh, a division rival of the Wild, so you don't want them to win. And then you also have the team that's won the last two Stanley Cups, so you don't want them to win. And by the way, you just mentioned NBA Finals. Two of the, I mean, just two, two sports cities or two basketball cities that really needed a finals appearance. You know, Boston and Golden State. Really good for those two cities. They really needed that. I, um, uh, don't care about the cities at all. Those teams are good. Yeah. No, like, they are. I, I have, I have, uh, you know, fine, whatever. Boston, we get it. You have a little bunch of championships. It's been a lot. You know, the the discussion around Boston sports media is like the city's ready. It's been too long. And if I could go there and punch the mayor in the face and not get in trouble, <laughs> I would. Like, not. No, you don't. You don't need it. I'm from Minnesota. You can shut up. Yeah. As a matter of fact, some of your most recent championships are due to a player being traded to you because. The person in charge of my favorite team and the person in charge of your favorite team are best buds from their playing day. So you're welcome. Yeah. Gosh dang it. Oh, and oh, by the way, our last championships for that organization, we can't even claim because some team in Los Angeles decides that they're theirs. Like yeah. it's somehow the same franchise. Get out of here with that garbage. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, by the way, you mentioned Kevin Garnett, obviously. Yes. Uh, the reason why the Celtics won their last title back in 2008. Yep. Uh, another former Timberwolf helping their team win a NBA championship. That's the man, the myth, the legend, Maple Jordan, Andrew Wiggins. All-star game starter, Andrew Wiggins. All-star game starter, Andrew Wiggins. By the way, had a... He was good for them. He was really good for them. His game five, Steph Curry didn't hit a single three, and he put the team on his back and scored, like, I don't know how many points, 20-plus points, just was a monster on the defensive end as well. His defense in this series for Golden State was really underrated, and so this is... And the reason why we bring this up, it isn't just to go, woe is us, Minnesota sports fans. No, whatever. This has nothing to do with us. So I, I just, the, the inference I'm making about this NBA finals and with Andrew Wiggins is I saw last night on social media a bunch of Timberwolves fans or people who are casually Minnesota sports fans. And they, uh, they basically were like, wow, look at what Andrew Wiggins is doing. You know, he was, you know, he got a bad rap in Minnesota. Maybe, you know, his criticism was always unwarranted or like everyone's like, we always over criticized him and his game wasn't that flawed and all that. And to which I'm going to call baloney on that. That's a big, big case of baloney. Yes. Like, I, I don't know. I do not agree with the, this. Is a mini bombs away, but this is, I don't. I don't subscribe to the theory that every single athlete that goes on to be successful post their time in Minnesota meant that the Minnesota team was wrong for deciding to part ways. Um, I think both, 
I think both conversations about Andrew Wiggins are probably true. Um, he was disappointing in a Timberwolves jersey. He showed tons of potential. He showed the ability to take over on the offensive end f- uh, from time to time when it was needed. He showed the ability to be able to defend multiple positions and, and be an elite athlete. He did not do it on a consistent basis enough. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, was that same way for Golden State for the last two years. He has been an inconsistent performer through much of his time of his entire career, no matter what team he's played for. He played a really nice finals and was a very important cog in that championship machine. But so was Horace Grant for the Bulls. Yeah. And B.J. Armstrong for the Bulls. You know what I mean? Steve Kerr for the Bulls. Right. Like, like, it would have been nice to have seen him perform more consistently for the Timberwolves. But this is a perfect spot for him. The dude's, he's a great, he's a nice player. Yeah. Um, Timberwolves needed him to be something that he wasn't, and he got to go to Golden State and fill a role. Exactly right. Knowing your role, embracing your role, and being a good fit for your role was exactly the scenario for Wiggins in Golden State. And Andrew Wiggins in Golden State is not even expected. There's not even a hint of like, hey, man, you need to be the franchise player here. He's potentially the fifth best player on that team. Like. Like, depending on yes. what your view is on Jordan Poole, but at, at the very best, he's the fourth best player on that team behind yeah. Steph Clay and Draymond Green. So, like, I, I don't get why people are at, like, Wiggins went off because they have, like, three, at least three other guys they're worried about more than Andrew Wiggins. And right. they, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, all this revisionist history, when Andrew Wiggins was on the Wolves, he was the second option. Right. Like, that. He was, and he was the only one, like, actually out on the floor because Cat was mainly down in the post. Right. So, like, what, I don't, what are we doing here? This like, is, it's I, not, it's an incorrect assumption to assume that we were wrong about Andrew Wiggins. What you're wrong about is the Timberwolves being good. Yeah. Like, the, the, the argument here is like, the Timberwolves needed Andrew Wiggins to be something more than he was. Is that Andrew Wiggins' fault? No. Is it the Timberwolves organization for being mostly crummy for thirty years? Hey, hey, forty now. years. Yeah, it is. That that is that hey. is that is. Andrew Wiggins found himself in a perfect role and performed well to his role and the capability the capabilities he brings to the basketball floor are important. They're just we needed him to be a number two. This is like when the Twins needed Nick Punto to be their leadoff hitter. That's not on Nick Punto. You can't be mad at Nick Punto for being a bad leadoff hitter. Be mad at the Twins for sucking. <laughs> what are you talking about when Gardy would put Mike Redman in the three-hole because, hey, that's where Joe Maurer was. Just because your catcher hits in the three-slot. in the yard. <laughs> Justin Morneau can't be moved into the three-hole. He might be uncomfortable. That is not Mike Redman's fault for being a bad three-hitter. It's the Twins organization for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and I think, uh, my comment I was going to say earlier is, hey, hey, Glenn Taylor looked into the eyes of Andrew Wiggins and said, are you going to earn this max contract, Andrew? And of course, Andrew Wiggins seeing $25 million a year was like, I'll agree to whatever you want at this yeah. point. With, uh, the, with the poutine gravy streaming down his face. 
Yes, sir. You, yes, you, Mr. Taylor. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you say. The, uh, it's, you said max. You said the max contract, like the max amount of money you're allowed to offer me. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will agree. To, I will work as hard as you want me to work. Yes. Pen hits paper. All right, we're back. I Business will, is. I usual. will earn it. I will be ready to not be a franchise player. Yeah, he's very important. Every championship team has a guy who's very, very important. But there's a million guys like Andrew Wiggins in yeah. the league. Boston had the guy, their uh, their big center, Rob Williams. Really nice player for them. Very, very important to what they're doing. There's like a bunch of dudes who are seven feet tall who are slender and can jump and take lobs and and rebound the basketball and outlet the ball. You know what I mean? Not everyone can have Nas Reed, you know? Not everyone can have Nas Reed. It's a great point. It, you know? I'm happy. I'm happy for Wiggins. No, totally happy for um, him. I, I, or like I'm neutral for Wiggins, I guess. Whatever. It's, I don't hate Wiggins, but I think... In I would have preferred he panned out with Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, Andrew Wiggins got the Wolves D-Lo, and I'm no, I'm not a big D'Angelo Russell fan, but his value to the Wolves at least got, like, his value to the Wolves was at the same or better than what you would have got with Wiggins. It was a perf, it's a perfect trade. Both teams are better because of the situation that D'Lo was not a good fit with Golden State. He just wasn't. That guy, the way he plays basketball does not fit with the way Golden State likes to play basketball. Andrew Wiggins did. Yeah. And D'Lo helped elevate the Timberwolves to where they were this year. He, they just were. Now, if you want to get it and go down the rabbit hole of how important is D'Lo to the future of this Timberwolves organization. Not very important. I would that we could have that conversation too. But, Good chance he gets traded. But this it is season. true that he helped elevate the org. He really did. He he was good for the Wolves most of the year and helped them be better in ways that Andrew Wiggins could not do. Yeah. D'Lo is more of a carry the load kind of guy. Andrew Wiggins was not that guy. So it, was, it, it ended up it ended up working out, I think, for both teams. But to yeah, to be like, oh man, the Timberwolves. Timberwolves could have been a championship team if they'd have just hung on to Andrew Wiggins. I don't think they'd that's be in the, the exact case. same spot they're in right now. I don't think probably it, worse. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and especially with how you figure him mixing in with Anthony Edwards, like in their play styles and how you would fit them on the court. So anyway, uh, but one last piece of Andrew Wiggins related, uh, stuff, especially with him now in Golden State. Somebody retweeted old tweets from, uh, John Krasinski, uh, who used to cover the Wolves for the Star Tribune, now does so for the Athletic. And, uh, there was one back in 20, uh, 2015, 2014. I believe it was 2014, back when the Wolves traded for Andrew Wiggins, because remember, they shipped out Kevin Love to Cleveland, uh, and got Andrew Wiggins in return because LeBron went back there. And uh, wanted superstar Kevin Love, obviously. And uh, remember when the Wolves almost got Clay Thompson from the Warriors for Kevin Love? It was a conversation for a while. It. I just think. I, I mean, Andrew Wiggins was fine. That deal. I was. I was excited about Wiggins at the time of the trade. He was a number one overall pick. Had a lot of hype coming out of Kansas. But, yeah. uh But. I mean, revisionist history says there's a there's a scenario where the Wolves have both Stephen Curry and. Uh, Clay Thompson. I, so what I, I don't remember was Clay would have just been an inclusion because it was more like a Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Sort of thing. It was really it? before Clay Thompson took off. Okay. Like it was like a year or two before the Warriors really became the Warriors. Sure. Or like they were just on the cusp of becoming that great team because they won their first title in 2015, 16. So yeah, it would, 
it's one of those ones like when the Twins were uh, trying to trade Brian Dozier uh, in the offseason of 2016, and uh, they wanted Cody Bellinger from the Dodgers, who's a really nice player, and became a really, really good player. Yeah. But that was like right before he became a good player. So it was kind of one of those things like, man, if they were able to pull that off, like how different does your team look? But that's yeah, the fun then- of sports is you get to kind of – pick and choose and these conversations are just light and easy and then like you teased you know it's not like the timberwolves didn't have three chances two chances to draft steph curry in a draft where they ended up taking three point guards hey johnny flynn he had a good what he was three years in the league he was out of the nba by 2012 johnny flynn probably doesn't get enough credit for actually being kind of okay he well yeah he was just on the dumpster fire well he got hurt and he got hurt he had a really bad injury and that was kind of the end of it um, and it looks awful when Steph Curry is an all-timer. Like, he's, he's probably, according to the smart people I listen to in, in, you know, who know a lot about the history of the NBA, you know, he's like a top 15, he's like a pantheon type of guy. Yeah. He's that good. He's the, he's the greatest shooter in the history of basketball. Um, and, He's one of the top point guards of all time. There's, you'll, we will never see a player like Steph Curry ever again. That's how special he is. Mm-hmm. And the Timberwolves drafted Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn. Hey. It's a tough, it's a tough miss. Johnny Flynn was fine. Ricky Rubio's had a really nice career. That's a tough miss. Yeah. It's not great, but, uh, hey, the NBA draft is coming up in a week, so we'll see what mistakes they can make that time. I just want Chet Holmgren to get drafted by Orlando so him and Suggs can play together. That's and, what I want. I and don't they can know go how to Disney World whenever be. they want. I, I don't know how good he's going to be. I don't. I I loved watching him in high school and and uh, the times I could in college. He's so freaking weird looking. He can throw some bony elbows and in the he NBA. He's so good at basketball that I just think it'd be fun to watch high school teammates play together. It'd be cool. All right, there you go. This has been the morning sports desk for Friday, the seventeenth of June. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Lady Lunchington presents Sandwichisms. There is no such thing as a free lunch, but you absolutely deserve a free lunch hour. Better make it count with a grilled cheese that pays in tasty stacks of craft singles. This has been another Sandwichism by Lady Lunchington, world's only certified lunch coach. Sandwich more at LadyLunchington.com.